All right, so we got Amy Breeden. I spell your information right up there, Amy? Hopefully. Uh, from Studio A Staging. Uh, she's in Baltimore as well. We're, do you just stage in Baltimore, or do you go all over the place? We go everywhere. Anywhere you need us to go, we go. Not. So California? Yeah, we'll go to California. Is this not working? <laughs> that works. Oh, okay. So good. All right, tell us just, a, just start, quick intro, one minute, just a little bit about yourself. My name is Amy Breeden. I am the owner and the design director for Studio A Staging. Um, we are a home staging and, and interior design business. We've been in business for about almost three, four years now. Um, what sets us apart from other home staging companies is that we buy a lot of our furniture. So with that being said, um, the sky is the limit. And in and around Baltimore, we have 53 property states right now. Um, I want to be the biggest and the best home staging <laughs> company in Maryland. Uh, we have no boundaries. We will go anywhere. Um, how, just out of curiosity before I jump in, how, <laughs> so how would, let's say someone does have a property in North Carolina, how would, how would you set that up? You would just go buy inventory down there? Yes. Got it. Okay. So tell us a little bit about how a staging process would, you know, would start. Um, obviously, in a second, I want to go over some, maybe some stats, if you know them related to how high you can sell property compared to a regular house, if it is staged compared to other ones. We've obviously had a lot of success with properties that, we, that we've staged. And I know, you know, if you look on MLS for renovated houses, pretty much every renovated house this day, these, this day and age uh, is staged. So walk us through the process. Like, do you jump in day one, an investor calls you, asks for advice? Do you jump in maybe after everything's framed and they're ready to put the house back together? Or do you jump in after it's completely renovated and you work with what already exists? I will say that I have been fortunate enough in this business to base it off of investors. 95% um, uh, of our business is investors. With that being said, we have different levels of staging um, and services that we offer. We can help you with floor plan. You can send me over a floor plan, we can go over it. A lot of investors don't consider how the furniture is gonna be laid out. Um, you know, should the bed go on this wall? Should a door go on this wall? Where should the TV go? There's a lot of things to consider when it comes to actually listing the property, staging, and getting those buyers into your home. Um, like on the front end though, like would I come to you and say, I, I'm buying this property, it's a three, two right no. now. What no. should I do with it or not really? No, it is, the first step you should do is you need to find the deal find an agent like RJ or someone else, identify it. Once it's framed or you're getting close to framing, an option is to call us. You call me, I will look through everything with you um, and we can go over you know, recommendations, what we have for layout. If you don't want to start at the beginning of that, then we can schedule a consultation. We, at that point, will, the property be framed, you'll be almost ready to list about two, three weeks before. We'll walk through it. I'll explain to you, hey, we'll put a couch here, we'll put furniture here, um, and give you any recommendations that we have. Okay, do you think every, and not necessarily for homeowners, but for investors, do every property, if the resale value is 40,000, 150,000, a million dollars, $10 million, should every property be staged? That's the first part. And the second part is, 
do you stage the entire house or do you stage the foyer and a bedroom? Do you just kind of make it look, you know, make it look nice? You throw some stuff in there, or do you really make it like this is a, this is someone's just coming home type of thing? We have different packages that we offer. The first is our standard staging package. It's very unlikely that you should stage every single bedroom and every single bathroom in the home, depending on the size of the home. Um, to give you guys an example, our standard staging package is two bedrooms, two bathrooms, living room, dining room, and kitchen. Um, that house can have four bedrooms, that house can have five bedrooms, it can have two bedrooms. Um, beyond that, it, what was I'm, I'm wondering if we should you stage everything or you just stay yeah. stage that ones if it's a you know a, a higher end property a higher end property is the same thing I mean I'm assuming you don't want to stage some empty rooms because it looks bigger without stuff in there is that what the is main that, is rooms that that is? are the most important okay so there's no point to spend the extra money on to this stage because four what, I'm, bedrooms. what I'm trying to get out is let's say I'm a newer investor and I flipped a few properties and I'm considering staging like go to you, go to somebody else, who knows, maybe I'm crazy and I just want to buy my own stuff in there, I don't know. Do I do it all or do I do a, a little bit of it? There's like, no reason to do it all. Okay. There's no reason to do it all. You figure by the time you view the first bedroom, you view the second bedroom, you'd hope that the, a buyer would have an idea of the size of the room when it comes to the third or the fourth. The main rooms, living room, dining room, kitchen, it's the first impression when you walk into a home. Got the it. first thing you're gonna see you're going to walk in the door, most likely you're going to see a living room, you're going to see a dining room, you're going to see a kitchen, and then you work your way upstairs. Got it. So talk about styles, trends, paint colors, stuff that, and I know that depending on the DC area or the Baltimore area, things change, but real estate investors typically flip houses in you know, median housing price neighborhoods. So we're talking about whatever, a $250,000 resale in Baltimore, $600,000 resale in DC. Talk about, you know, what 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 styles are hot, what what trends are hot, colors, things like that. Neutral, 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 neutral. There is no reason to do an accent wall, a blue wall, um, a red wall, a yellow wall. Stay neutral. Less is more, especially when it comes to design. Uh, when it comes to buying, for example, for myself for inventory. Um, I stick with a lot of neutrals. I'll bring in colors with artwork or pillows or rugs and, and I let them speak for themselves. Um, RJ said it earlier, my favorite number one paint color is Sherwin-Williams on the rocks. It is a very, very, very light gray. It's very neutral. It goes with beige. It goes with gray. It really goes with anything. Um, you can do it in the bathroom. You can do it in the foyer, a, a dining room, four wall unformal it just it works beyond that you know stick with one color don't do a bathroom a separate color than a living room it's it's not your taste it's a buyer's taste and you want to sell that property as quickly as you can for more money and less is more does a stager or just an investor that maybe having an open house they have a lot of showings coming up this kind of question just came to mind but does it make sense to do anything to like scent the house to smell good? Because obviously, you know, you look at visually the house needs to look good. You want to incorporate as many senses as you want with any emotional decision. Does it make sense to scent the house as well? Let me tell you. <laughs> I went into a property today 
It was actually in Canton. Um, we were unstaging it. It had sold, but the property smelled like a men's fragrance store. There were plugins in. They're gonna say something else. <laughs> the, yeah, I, I wanted to. <laughs> there were plugins on the main floor, in the kitchen, in the bathrooms, and it just smelled like a bottle of cologne. Unless you were trying to hide something in the property, um, uh, a horrible smell, I will say, there's no reason to do plugins. It, it sets off a red flag, it, it alarms a buyer, it alarms an agent at that. Don't do it. Even if it's just like a soft smell? You know, like a nice lemon zest or something that just, <laughs> just, just not, not, nothing too overpowering. Very, very, very subtle. Very subtle. subtle. That was the right word. Okay. Question for you. In, you know, there's always an argument of do I buy appliances or do I let the buyer pick out appliances? You know how there's always, hey, I want the buyer's going to want their own things, uh, you know, finishings, whatever, whatever the case is. Do you think investors should just be like, I know this is what the buyer wants, I'm gonna do everything that I know this person wants, or do you let them kind of pick some of those things? Being a home stager, I believe in a finished product. Uh, I think it's very important to have everything pulled together and everything complete when that buyer walks in the door so that they can see exactly how they will be living in the home. Not having a refrigerator, not having a microwave, and having this big open gap, really just, it looks empty, it looks void. Got it. Um, and I, it's, so to answer your question, no. I would, I would put appliances in there and just have it complete. Do, do any investors try to sell the property with all the stuff, all the, all the furniture in there, maybe you put TVs on the wall, so when, hey, you have an open house, the TV's on, and you have, and the whole house is, Completely that, because obviously at the right price, you'd be willing to let go of furniture that you have. Does it make sense, and maybe RJ knows the answer to this as well, or anyone knows the answer, is does it make sense to, hey, you up the price by 10 grand, and come on, move in tomorrow. You'll need a moving truck or anything. You're moving into a brand new home with a brand new everything. Any recommendations on that? Has that happened at including all? Including furniture, not including. Including furniture, including everything. Like, you, you design the whole house, someone comes in, they love the house, and they pick up and they move in, and they take everything with, you know, they bring everything, they don't need to bring anything with them, they have all the, they have all the furniture. I have, I, it's, it's very often investors, agents will reach out to me and say, hey look, you know, the, the, the buyer loves the furniture. We'll get in contact with the buyer if they want it, they take it, obviously there's a price. Got it. Um, as far as TVs, if you have a TV on, don't, just save your money. Save your money when it comes to putting TVs in properties. We have prop TVs. They look like real TVs. Um, they look just like a real TV on the wall, actually. And they won't distract your buyer from actually viewing your home. Okay. Just curious. The only reason I ask is we once sold a house. We put a TV in there. And we said if you get a full price offer, you get the TV with the house. So, um, you know, it was a $1,000 TV. Do you have any stats off the top of your head or industry stats that you know related to this business? And, you know, I feel like common sense does show that if you have a nice house and so someone comes in, they're emotionally, they probably want to buy it. But is there any stats related to staging in general and, and, and selling, stage, you know, selling a property that's already staged? Yes. 90% of buyers view a property online before actually walking into it. 
And, and the reason I share that with you is because A, photography. Photography makes the biggest difference when you are selling your home. Um, you guys want to get top dollar, just like RJ said, you've worked your butts off trying to get this property complete, getting it on the market, and why not show it the best way possible? Uh, we have services like that that we offer. They do not work within us. We refer them to you guys. They're quality. They are, you know, in my opinion, the best of the best. And a lot, I'd say probably 80% of our clients use, you know, those people because it's kind of a, a whole package. You call us, we arrange everything and everything's taken care of. But the first thing you see is it's 90% of properties online. You view the property, you need to see it staged. They can see exactly how much furniture is in it, how much they can fit in it, and then they schedule the showing. Yeah, that's a good point, and that was some. This is, this is a completely different topic, but we were we had this conversation recently in our office in a, in, in a mastermind group with a few other people, and the consensus is that property has to look great online because a buyer in these days are not just hey, let's call a real estate agent so yep. we can go look at ten properties. The real estate agent doesn't want that buyer, and the buyer doesn't want to spend the time doing that either. They're going online, they're doing all the research. So number one, if you have a property <laughs> that's renovated, you don't have any pictures on MLS, that's an issue to begin well, with. Well, they're bad pictures. <laughs> yeah, like, why? I mean, spend the extra money to, to make, you know, to have really, really superb pictures in that. And, you know, photography is a few hundred bucks for something like that, so it's a, it's a no-brainer. But people are searching online and, you know, that's, that, side of it, that side of it's huge. Um, does anyone have any questions? related to maybe a project they're working on and they need some design help uh, maybe a question related to i don't know anything with paint paint colors i mean i can tell you that i know a lot of uh, at least firsthand a lot of borrowers that we work with they they asked us our opinion on that and i think what you said related to neutral colors is important i mean we've seen green kitchens we've seen some really funky stuff all over the place and they you know and and you know unfortunately it's somebody who's designing it they you know that's just not their specialty i'm not that's not my specialty i don't have that that part of my brain you know to do that so i would need help with that but some people you know some people do but just what one person may think is nice might not be what no. the style is might exactly. not be the trends is like we talked about earlier exactly you know if the easiest way to do it is just go on mls and find whatever the nicest property is out there and just copy everything that they've done um but you know does anyone have any questions related to that go ahead Pricing? Related to what? Oh, her pricing? Sorry. <laughs> so we have different packages. It really depends on the size of the property, location of the property, um, what you need. I mean, we have some clients that call us, they want a consultation, they want us to walk through, give our recommendations. A lot of clients, you know, like I said, we work with a lot of investors. It's amazing how many investors are actually staging their properties. You would think, you know, they're investors, they're new homes. You, you know, you guys are building these new beautiful homes um, with beautiful hardwood floors and beautiful cabinets. Why stage? But at the end of the day, that's all of my business. It's, it, it provides, it's almost like you take a painting, you paint it, and you provide the image for all of the buyers. And it's, it's really great. But as far as pricing, contact me, call me, give me the square footage for the property. I'm happy, I mean, Literally, it's it's just a conversation, and I'm happy to give you as much information as I can. 
So what's like average, just two bedroom, two bath for two uh, bedroom, a thousand bath, square foot? Just just the ballpark room, dining figures. room, kitchen, standard package. You're at anywhere from 1800 to 2500 for a 90 day term. You might say, why do you offer 90 days? We offer the 90 days because ideally if it's priced right, you will get a contract within the first 30 days, 30 to 60, give or take. We do not recommend removing the furniture until the appraisal and the inspection are completed. You wanna make sure that deal is so secure. Um, we do require notice before closing so that we have time to get our furniture out, but a lot of our clients keep the furniture in until the week of clothing if we have availability. Um, and, and you'll find some staging companies that will do, oh, hey, look, you know, we'll charge you less for 30 days or we'll charge you less for 60 days. That's not doing you guys as a seller any good because, yeah, sure, it's, it's costing you less money, but your main goal is to get the deal to the table. And if that deal doesn't go to the table, what's a couple extra hundred dollars at that? State, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I get what he's saying. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll say st statistics are that staged homes sell 10 to 18% higher and two times faster. Um, again, you know, that's National Association of Realtors. What I can say is because we offer the 90 day term, beyond that, you would have to, you know, you, you have the option to roll into a monthly. It is very, 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 very rare that we ever roll into a monthly fee. So that gives you kind of an idea of how quickly the homes are really selling. Yeah. And also from experience with this, if, you know, depending on the neighborhood that you're in, and I do believe that most properties do need staging, but that being said, you know, being on MLS all day long and looking at stuff, if you're in an area that there's five renovated houses and they're all competing with each other, you need something <laughs> that, sh that shows that you're different. If you're that one and you're in a, where, your Silver Spring? We, I'm just saying in general and I can give you a subdivision there. Well, it doesn't matter, but, um, you know, there, there's subdivisions out there that it's an area that usually there's not renovated houses. You know, it's a homeowner neighborhood that there's not, properties don't come on sale on a huge discount there's not a lot of investor activity in there and a nice property pops on the market it's going to sell immediately so maybe you know maybe that that's not an option but for for areas that most flippers work in median housing price neighborhoods you know it's 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 the thing that will sell and sometimes once one stager versus another stager could just sell the property if they're both staged at the same price good Good question. If you're asking me, yeah. I would like the whole house to be the same color. If you're asking someone else, it might be different. Again, you're going with a neutral. So you're allowing the buyer at that point to come in and, you know, and see a clear slate. It's not no color, it's a light gray. My whole house is painted, Sherwin-Williams on the rocks. Whole house, top to bottom. Um, it's, it, it gives me the option to, to like I said, bring artwork in, bring pillows in, bring towels in, shower curtains, really the whole nine yards with no limits rather than having a blue wall and you should have blue decor to go with the blue wall. 
So I would go the whole same color. Yeah. Unless maybe, you know, you have a, you know, if you have, if you hire a designer though, and you know, yes. they have some, some thoughts they, that might be different. I mean, me personally, I don't know what colors to do either. So I'll just keep everything neutral you know, and, and do it. Like, I'm not going to try to design it myself and think right. I know what I'm doing of, Hey, we do blue here. Like, you know, our house at home is, is neutral. And then, you know, every once in a while my wife changes, changes up a color here and there and yes. that's fine. But we start, we, we started there and it's that might not be the case on all like super expensive houses. Right. Uh, it's but so much easier to change a pillow than it is to paint a wall. Um, and that you also go into like curtains, blinds, drapes. When it, you know, blinds, yeah, if it's an investment property, white, 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 white. The wood, foxwood, that's it. There's no reason to do curtains, there's no reason to do, you know, drapes, nothing. Either blinds or nothing. Yeah, that that was actually a question. So blinds every window? When you when you're flip when in your house, should you put blinds on every window or just leave them bare? What do you do about that? It depends on the location. If you are in a location, I'll say this is how I'll say: if you're in a good area where you don't mind looking out the back window, and you, if you have a nice house behind you or no house behind you. There's really no reason as an investor to put up blinds. If you look out back and you're looking at a neighbor's house that isn't so nice, you should probably put up blinds to just, you know, to take away from that to distract. Got it. But definitely do the wood because it's really not all that more expensive no. than the cheapos. No. Anyways, fair enough. I saw another question over there somewhere. No? Any other questions? <coughs> Anyone? Anyone? Any other questions related to? Go ahead. So you've got no contact information. How do we get I'll yeah. So a few things. We will. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send an email with all their contact information. But I'll. I business cards. Yeah, we'll we'll put it up. We'll put it up there. Sorry about that. Um, Studioastaging.com. Studioastaging.com. Yeah, we'll. I'll send an email, a uh, follow-up email to everybody and make sure everyone has RJ and Amy's information if you need it. Good question. <laughs> Any other questions you have for Amy or, or RJ for that matter? Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. How necessary is it to have the style of the furniture match the style of the house? It is important, however, you're trying to appeal to a mass, the mass buyer. So to, to do, I'll use modern as an example, to do extremely modern vanities or cabinets, um, fixtures, as an investor, you should steer away from that. Um, when we buy our furniture, we, we, we buy very transitional furniture that can really go in any property. It's, Actually, I've never encountered a, a property where our furniture has not fit. But as an investor, a tip for you guys is, hey, look, make sure that what you're putting into a property just is, is neutral. It attracts a very large amount of buyers. Yeah, I agree. All right, I'll end with one tip related to related to it. So even if you know you don't have the budget to stage and it's just not something you 
want to you know want to do. You don't you go over budget and do something little that just keeps a lasting in, impression of somebody. You know, put some personal touches in it. Do something in there. Um, I remember. We had a few properties we did loans on in, in a subdivision in Rockville, and all the houses were 700 square feet, and the bedrooms were so small. And you know, I remember when we were doing this loan for this guy, I was like, I don't know how the heck you're going to sell this house. These things are so small. And he, you know, put a small bed in there, and he set up the whole room as this is a kid's room, this is the this is this room, and you know, he sold that property for top dollar because no buyer could imagine. They, they couldn't visualize it. So if you have a funky one, you sh should 100% do something that's creative. But even if you don't have a funky one, we're all we're all starting businesses. We're all you know real estate investors. Put your own charm to it. Put you know paint paint the colored door. Put something on there that you can call your own. And then you know hopefully you can brand yourself as hey I'm the company that paints all our doors blue or I'm the company that does this funky thing. And you know you you, you create it around there. So. Cool. Hopefully you guys found this helpful. Uh, every third Wednesday we do the meetup group. Uh, we're kind of growing out of Nottingham's, but you know for the near future we are going to be here. If anyone ever has topics, you know topics or people that are interested in uh, in speaking, feel free to reach out, and uh, you know we can interview them and see if it see if it's a good fit. But we do have a few people lined up for the next few months. So it'll be some good stuff. So I'll send meetup emails out so you have it. And if you have any questions, feel free to. Reach us, and again, I'll send an email out uh, tomorrow with all RJ and Amy's information so you guys certainly have it. Thanks again.